Hi everyone and welcome to Crema and Coquito doing life to our first official episode. I am Napoleon and I'm Christina and through this podcast we hope to engage with you guys and have open conversations about marriage, our marriage, relationships, singlehood, parenting, motherhood, fatherhood. And just give you guys just some general um, advice, some tips, some tricks. Um, um, we're not experts, but we definitely know a thing or two about doing life. So we would just like to um, kick it with you for every episode and just let you get a peek into our life as well as we pour into you. And yes, just reiterating, we are not professional therapists, counselors. We are just regular, degular, schmegular couple <laughs> from Brooklyn. So um, just following up, uh, just a little bit about us. We're just um, two people from Brooklyn. I'm 35 and my wife is 31, oh I God. believe. Oh, my God. Yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. that just sounds crazy. Uh, we've been together for 11 years. Six years, six, six years together, right? Six years, um, single. Um, unmarried, yeah, sure. So we were together since I was twenty-one. Jesus. Yikes! Yikes! And I was what twenty-four. That's not twenty-five. I think you were gonna be twenty-five. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um. Yeah, ten years. It's 11. It got to be 11 because you got that ring 10. So it's going yeah. on 11. 10. Just, it's just uh, made 10. Yeah, so a very long time. Jesus. A very, very long time. <laughs> a decade. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so the very first topic that we want to talk about is men and women roles. Oh, yikes. Something I always talk about. Something you're very passionate about. Yeah, but (laughs) I want to hear your I want to hear your input before I actually start going in because, you know, I can talk for forever. Well, you already know me. I don't think there are any women or men roles. We do. We're doing life. We do life together. Whatever you ask me to do, I'll do whatever I ask you to do. You should do, you know, um, I just think we help each other out. We're partners. I don't think there's, for us, I guess every couple should decide what their roles in their marriage is going to be. For us, I'm the main person who cooks and cleans and does the house, inside the housework, and you do what's outside the housework but i also help you do the outside work you hear that you will say i don't you hear that you hear that there's Um, there's never no credit for anything that guys do but go ahead especially um for working women um i believe the husband should definitely help inside the house and there shouldn't be any rigid roles if the woman is working yeah, and I and I firmly believe in roles. So um, even though we differ in views, we definitely make this work. Um, so I think that we're definitely an example of um, a couple that doesn't see things exactly the same way. But um, we always find some common ground and we always make it work. But on my end, I definitely subscribe to roles, gender roles, not in the most traditional way. 
but um, for sure some traditional aspects as well as some modern as- um, aspects as well. I would say for sure the guy needs to be the head of household. I don't think there's any other way that it can work. I believe that guys need a purpose. Guys need a vision. Guys need, need inspiration from their, from their spouse. And I just believe that there's, there's no other way for a relationship to work if the guy is not at the head, if the guy is not the one that is controlling the narrative. Because I believe ultimately the guy is the one that needs to execute when it comes to everything. Okay, and I think you just got lucky because I saw my mom do those, what you would call those gender roles of being the housewife and working, cooking, coming home at 7 o'clock from work, picking us up, cooking, still cleaning. So I just grew up with that, and so I just do the same thing and emulate it, and it's just who I am, part of me. So I guess that's why I don't have such a big deal doing it because I saw it growing up. But I feel if I never saw that growing up and I would and it wasn't part of who I am, then you would never got picked. You would never got picked. We wouldn't be in the same (laughs) boat right now. And when you say men being head of household, are you saying they're financially mostly 70 percent at least responsible for the household i believe head of household yeah yeah, i believe i believe anything more than 50 percent is head of household in this modern yeah i like that i like that in this modern world anything um above 50 percent is head of household 51 percent 51 percent but i but i definitely don't think men should strive to actually like go 50 50 51 percent or whatever i believe the goal should be for the man to be a hundred percent um, full provider inside of a household. Now, the caveat to that is always in this modern society, the way you look at it, the way everything is designed, you, you, you rarely see a single income household, whether it is a single woman who's living by herself. She's paying the bills, but she's definitely struggling. If it's a single man, he's doing the same exact thing. And the only thing that can actually bring you guys any success or any type of forward progress at all would be for you to combine your income together and make it work in the best way that you guys can. Whether it's the man paying everything primarily and the female taking her money and saving it for the future or you guys both contributing to the household. But I definitely think that it is hard for anybody, man or woman, in this day and age to be full 100% um, provider, sole provider. Okay, all right. I agree to a certain extent because I do see us women out here, all the sisters doing it independently, doing it well by themselves, paying for their apartment, their car notes, holding that six-figure job down. Now, in New York, maybe you could get away with saying that uh, you need two, even the tri-state, two incomes to hold down a household. I don't know about every other state. I still think in every other state, men could do it by themselves. New York is just one of those. I think even in like Jersey and Pennsylvania, a man could do it by himself. Got it. So if... If a man is paying for everything and he is a hundred percent sole provider for the family, 
what do you believe the woman's role should be in that case? Do you think the woman can still just bring what she wants to or she has a specific role just because that man, he has now a specific role? No, yeah, I agree. But I also think the only reason a man should be a sole provider is if you have children. If we don't have children... I agree. What do you think the woman's role is? If, if the man is actually fulfilling that 100% provider role, what do you think the woman's role Yeah, I agree with how you think. I, if a man is providing that 100% um, and allowing me to stay home with my kids and not having to go out in the workforce and all that, deal with all that bull, yeah, I think a woman should definitely be picking up after the house, the kids, uh, the child, doing the child rearing, and definitely cooking whatever her man likes to eat. What about her attitude towards her man, though? Do you think that she should go above and beyond in any categories? Because I believe if he's a 100% so provider, he is going above and beyond in this day and age. So what is it, do you think, that can make a woman go above and beyond or meet that man on that level i just think she could if she wants to strive to make her husband happy but her staying at home doesn't mean she doesn't have a job either because if you're staying at home with the children that's also a tasking job and it's not to say you're gonna be more tired than i am because you went to work if i stay home with the children i could be more tired than you are and now you want me to go above and beyond okay when Un you come home understandable yeah. what is the difference in treatment for a man who pays some of the bills and shares it with his with his woman and a, and a man who is a complete a hundred sole provider Tell me what, what should be the difference in the attitude towards him. That's a good question. I mean, gratefulness, thankfulness. You see, this, 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 this is the Thank problem. You. you see? So this is the problem that a lot of couples face. There's a, there's a misconception. And plus, I believe there's a, there's a full disregard for men, men's role, um, men's feelings, men's emotions. I don't think that gets highlighted. Enough. I believe that everybody just puts a man's soul worth on how much he can provide and do not look at the soft skills or any other skills that a man brings because everything else is secondary. But when he does outperform everybody else in that category, there is no real reward. So what is it that's going to entice any man, any smart man to outperform everybody else if he's not going to get not anything. Me, I'm your reward. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> you get to stay with me another year. I Thank love that. you. I, I love that. Keep it coming. Men, Come men, take, like, listen. Take a listen and um, see the, the um, mindset of women out here. But now I, you get a hot bath, a warm meal. Mm-hmm. A massage, a thank you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You get to see your kids thriving, learning mm -hmm. from their own mother. Mm -hmm. These other men get that too. So, so what I'm, what I'm saying is, there's a different attitude. So, what men want that women do not understand that men want is men want women to inspire them. And when we say inspire, I believe that some women, when they hear it, they believe it is a huge responsibility. So therefore, they don't want to have that role or have that man's life, I guess, inside their hands. So it can definitely seem very intimidating. 
There's other women who I believe that they just don't believe that they should be the one to be doing that for a man in any capacity. Once you do get to know a nature of a man, right, and you stop, you stop thinking about you and thinking about how stupid that sounds or whatever the case may be, and, and you truly are invested in your man, you should find pride in inspiring your man. You should find pride in knowing that you had a direct impact in the success of your man, which will translate into the success of your entire family. So that's the part that I think that everybody's missing, that it translates into the success of your family. Because like I said from the very beginning, the man needs to be at the head of the household because men do not, we do not operate under a woman. If any man operates under that woman, I believe that that man is truly in himself, feels very insecure, feels very weak, and he has accepted the actual lesser role. But I don't think that we were put on this earth to accept the lesser role. Um, I think men are put on this earth to compete. We compete with each other. We compete at everything that we do. I don't understand why we would take the lesser role in our relationship. So you think there is a lesser role in the relationship? Yeah, I believe that there's always a transfer of, of power, and I believe that sometimes the power is in the female's hands, sometimes the power is in the male's hands, right? That's the transfer of power. But I think the ultimate role, that leadership role, never transfers, even though power transfers in the relationship. So I just think that people don't understand that concept. When they think leader, they think total control, the other person is shut out or whatever. But that feminine role, that submissive role is also a very powerful role because that's the role that controls the actual leader. That's I, the, Go ahead. I think we need to get rid of that word submissive. I think it needs to get out of those dictionaries we need to find another very, word very it triggering has been, yes <laughs> it has been worn out to speak to your point about inspiration and women needing to inspire a man it can also be very not daunting but off-putting like why why do i have to inspire you who's inspiring me if i make more than you or I've done, I've gotten all this on my own. Who's inspired me? And why can't you match me or top me by yourself? Why do I have to put the battery in your back as a man? If you say your role is to provide, you should come with the inspiration. Inspire me to inspire you. What I would rebuttal is not that women in general or are outperforming men in the financial aspect of it. I for sure believe that since women, if if you were making, let's say, 80, 80 to 100 grand, you are, you are for sure looking for a man who is making at least that much, but, for, but preferably more. If you do not select a man that is on your level because you have made a poor choice based on whatever the outcome is, right? But you've made a poor choice and then you are with that man. Well, how is it beneficial for you to torture that man or look down or look down on that man because if you're in a relationship i thought the goal was to do life the goal was to actually enjoy life and i don't i don't find anything enjoyable when money is on the table and everybody's looking at the fact that the woman makes more than the man and she will give them less respect because of it Okay, to that I say, yeah, I agree with you, but 
I would say a downfall of women is that we really look at potential and we kind of fall in love with the potential. What a man could be. Oh, he has all these great qualities. He doesn't make that much, but he could. But I could see him. He's so smart. I could see him doing better. I could see him in one year or two years if he is motivated to even top me. And then that potential never comes. We're just always stuck waiting. And so what happens when already we fall in love with the person, we fell in love with the potential, and we're, we get married or serious, and now that man is stuck making what he's always made, not making any money moves, and now we're here, stuck doing life. Maybe we already have a kid and all. So what I would say is the ultimate failure is on the man because the man definitely should have some some motivation some internal motivation the man should have a vision like i told you whenever you are a productive man if you have these qualities you wouldn't find yourself inside that situation right but unfortunately if you are inside a situation that does mean that you lack those qualities so what i would say is that it is never too late to gain those qualities it's never too late for you to hone in on your skills so i think it's just a matter of waking up Understanding what life is about, understanding that um, life is bigger than yourself mm-hmm. and focusing on something that, that will be productive for you and your family. But that is something that you have to find within yourself if you do not have a woman that is naturally an inspirer. Naturally when I, an inspirer. Yeah, because I definitely... natural to us. Yes, yes, yes. In our inspiration and breathing life or sucking life Ooh. out of your man definitely comes natural to women for a fact. <laughs> in the way that men like to be with multiple women but we're not gonna oh, we're not gonna go wow. into that topic tonight but i'm just saying Yikes. what comes what comes so naturally y'all like to naturally sleep around and oh, we no, like no, to no. naturally we, inspire we are not we are <laughs> good wow that seems even that's a it's That's never a even. Real, it's uh, never balance it's, right there. It is never even because we're men and you're women. There's there's never anything even on that because there 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 are some categories that women do benefit more than men do, and there are categories that men benefit where women do um don't do. But what do what we do see is that when we're winning, women do complain and women are always a little bit upset that we win. But on the other end, when y'all are winning, I don't think that we're upset and to the point that we're not upset that much that look where we have come where women are outperforming men where men's voices have been shut out for so long that now we have that now we have a movement of men who are now speaking about all of the traumas and all of the all of the stuff that they've been going through as a result of your daddies yes yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that, Daddy. But as a result of um, women, in general, I would say gaining some power and shifting the dynamics of just what relationships are. I think women single-handedly switch the dynamics of what a relationship is. Well, I think uh, you said it right when you said women and men are not even because, yes, women are far, far the superior gender and that's all i gotta say on that (laughs) i know you will always argue that women are superior to men that is really dope so before what i would say is that 
women used to at least let men believe that they were superior to you guys. Now you guys boast that you're superior to us where it's not even attractive anymore. You know what I mean? Like the the attractiveness of a woman, the allure of a woman, the the just the subtleness. That's the best word I can say. The subtleness of a woman is so gone now. So a woman now. has to dim her light to be more attractive. That is so funny that you heard dim light. When that I is just what said, I heard when I said subtle. Um, subtle yeah, doesn't mean subtle, subtle doesn't mean loud. dim light because uh, because there are there are women who are very subtle. Who, who definitely fit that category, who are very strong women whose lights are not dim, but they just don't come off as masculine. Like, I believe women now think that you have to be masculine to be strong, but there is strength in femininity. So, ladies, fake the funk. Uh, make sure your man feels like he is in control. Yes. He is not. Yes, and yes. I second that. your whole family will... <laughs> will be uh, a whole lot better for it fake the funk stroke the ego yes yes a lot of ego stroking and just really know in the back of your mind that you hold it down better than any man could yes as as long as you keep that to yourselves we <laughs> we do not want to hear about it <laughs> We do not want you to make us feel like you guys are, you know what I mean, superior in, in, in any way, shape, or form. Even though you guys, I do wholeheartedly believe that women are superior. Yes. I, I taught you well. Uh, ten yeah. years. This is about ten years of. Yeah, yeah. Ten years. <laughs> ten years. Ten years of being together with this woman will, will for sure wear you down. Grooming. Ten years of grooming right there. You hear that? Grooming. Grooming is what she calls this. What she's done to me, but um, <laughs> um, I can't even I can't even lie. Um, I've I've definitely was a very hardened man before. Before you would never see me speak on a public platform, but my wife is definitely the opposite of that, and I definitely grabbed some inspiration from her. And taking this chance on this podcast is definitely a good step for us because we definitely do communicate, but I think now we communicate a whole lot better. She still has a very big problem with listening, just like every every other woman um, on this earth. But she's definitely come a very long way, and she's definitely able to at least be receptive to my common rhetoric. Yeah, it's the ten years of you conditioning me to to listen. It's you hear that? Ten years. You hear sure. that, guys? It works. So <laughs> so beat that dead horse. Um, ten keep- years later, you. You have me listening a little bit. You heard that? Just a little bit, guys. It takes 10 years for you to get them from zero to like 0.5. Not even even one. But guys, there's hope. There's hope out there. You heard that? There's hope. But no funny talk. What I would say is find someone who, who even on the bad days, those days are not horrible. Find someone who, even in the darkness, you can you can find some light. I know that sounds very cliche, but in the darkness, um, you can always know that that person always has your best interests in mind, and you have their best interests in, in mind. Because when it comes to doing a relationship for a long while, you really need to be able to have listening first and understanding. Because a lot of people hear, a lot of people hear, and hearing is good because the words go into one ear. But the problem with hearing is that the words also come out the other ear. When you do listen, it actually stays on you. You dissect it. 
you're actually in a conversation to um, walk away with something. So if, if ever, I would say, women, you're in um, any debate or any conversation with a man and you didn't grab anything from the conversation, you weren't listening. You were just talking. Yeah, and I think that's one of the greatest things about you. You are a great communicator for sure, hands down. One of the best communicators I've ever met. You made me a better communicator. And thank you for that. I kind of listen now. You're very welcome. <laughs> I try and not uh, interrupt as much. Like, throughout this whole time we're talking, I'm just like, it's been hard for me not to interrupt. Thank you, but I'm thank doing, you. I'm doing it. You are, that you, know? you are. <laughs> and yeah, so thank you for that. You're a great communicator, and I think that's what makes doing life with you easier than if I were to do life with someone else. Exactly. So what I would say is there are tons of things that you can learn from the other person. I know that we live in a day and age where we're trying to see which gender is the dominant gender, or which gender is winning, which one is losing. If we don't work together, there's no way any one of us will win anyway. So I just think that we need to find a good formula that will have us getting along. And I believe that the the old traditional ways, there are tons of good things you can get from there, even though I know there are tons of bad, because women's voices were definitely silenced back then. Silenced to whatever whatever extent you guys like to say. I definitely don't believe women were silenced, because in, in my household in particular, the woman was the one with the power inside my household. Still um, silenced. Yeah, yeah, but with power. And I believe that power, power doesn't need for you to be boisterous and to me i believe that that is probably the sole reason why uh, my parents stayed together is because my mom always stayed in her feminine even when it when it cost her um i guess integrity it um cost her respect or whatever the case may be which a lot of people a lot of women now don't want to be like you I mean the old the olden days because there's a lot you got to put up with that is emotionally charged because men did use to abuse the power that we had back then so i believe that's why that word submissive to submit triggers so many women first of all i love how you switched it from place to feminine because i know you wanted to say she stayed in her feminine <laughs> thank you not her place in her feminine okay <laughs> No, but I do sometimes say women women stay in their place, and that's another thing that, that triggers people. Trigger, trigger. And I say a lot of triggering things or whatever, so what I would say is get used to it, because once I do get comfortable on this microphone, you'll hear tons of triggering things. Right now, I'm actually being very PG, but it's an intro. I would like to just ease you guys into getting to know me, because I know for a fact I can be a whole lot. Uh, no, I was just going to say, and on that note, welcome to Cremas and Coquito, doing life. Yeah, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Peace.